Hey everyone, my name is Aaron, and I would like to welcome you to the Walk with Christ podcast. Today, we're going to be doing a Bible study, and this is going to be our sixth episode of our Bible study segment. I just want to do a really quick cover of what Bible study is all about. We're going to be going through the Bible together for the sake of growth and an increased understanding of who we are as children of God. And we're also going to have a few guiding questions that we use to help us understand uh, the Word of God as we read through it, such as how it applies to our lives, what are any relevant examples, and I might also include a personal story, and we'll also discuss like what's it telling us. I will also be giving a reading for next week at the end of the study, in case you guys want to jump on that. And right now I'm going to introduce the reading for this episode. We're going to be doing Joel 2, J-O-E-L, chapter 2. So this is from the Old Testament. And we're going to be reading verses 12 through 32. And the titles for the two sections that we'll be reading through are Rend Your Heart and The Lord's Answer. So really exciting. I'm going to invite you guys to read along. If you have your own Bible, please bust it out and flip to that page and read along. Or if you've got a phone, you can look up, uh, if you don't already have it, you can look up the Bible app. The YouVersion Bible app is on the Apple Store and the Google Store, and it's very convenient. It's a very great app. Uh, All the translations, all the versions, it's super great. I highly recommend it. And I'll be using it actually to read from for this. All right, so let's read through together one time. And then we'll start going through with our questions. Rend your heart. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Who knows, he may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing, grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, consecrate the assembly, bring together the elders, gather the children those nursing at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room, and the bride her chamber. Let the priests who minister before the Lord weep between the portico and the altar. Let them say, Spare your people, Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Next section. The Lord's Answer. Then the Lord was jealous for his land, and took pity on his people. The Lord replied to them, I am sending you grain, new wine and olive oil, enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. I will drive the northern horde far from you, pushing it into a parched and barren land. Its eastern ranks will drown in the Dead Sea, and its western ranks in the Mediterranean Sea. And its stench will go up, its smell will rise. 
Surely he has done great things. Do not be afraid, land of Judah. Be glad and rejoice. Surely the Lord has done great things. Do not be afraid, you wild animals, for the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green. The trees are bearing their fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their riches. Be glad, people of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the autumn rains, because he is faithful. He sends you abundant showers, both autumn and spring rains, as before. Okay. So that's a lot to take in. There's a lot of imagery going on there. There's a lot of referencing to being restored, enemies being sent away. I just want to give a little bit of a background. As far as I know, through this particular historical period of time, this was Joel, a prophet of the Lord, sharing with God's people these messages from God. And it's and it's like between the people speaking to God and then God responding to the people. So, really good stuff here. Let's go back up to the beginning. In the first section that we read, verse 12, rend your heart. And let's read that real quick. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. So even now, the people of Israel at this period of time had not been keeping the commandments of God. They were not following the covenant that he had passed down to them through Moses. And things were not very good. It was, it was a struggle for the people of Israel. And so they started to call out to God. And so God speaks through his prophet to them. Even now, return to me with all your heart. Even now that you haven't been doing what I've called you to do, that you've been misrepresenting me to other nations and living in bad and sinful ways, even now, return to me with all your heart. And it's important to notice it says here, with fasting, weeping, and mourning. So you're coming to God, or the people here are coming to God, but we can we can apply this in our lives as well. What's, what's this telling us? You return to God in the middle of whatever you're going through. You turn to God. Wherever you went, you have to leave it behind and return to God with all of your heart, with the full-hearted coming before God. And, say, and then it continues in saying, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Now, some people might not know this, but when we fast, however you may fast, perhaps it's not to have water through the day, uh, not to eat, whatever you call a fast, it would be good to look into it. Because when we fast, when we deny our bodies something, or deny ourselves for the sake of closeness with God, our bodies are less and our spirit grows in unity with God and strength and in hearing from Him. And it's an expression before God as well, saying like, God, I'm, I'm denying myself to grow closer to you, to hear what you want to tell me. And then it continues with weeping and mourning. So showing God, I wouldn't necessarily say showing God because He knows our hearts, but it's important to really, you know, understand where I was was not good. And this is where I am now before you, God. I'm so sorry I went that way. And you may weep or mourn for that, to recognize that you had gone the wrong path and now you're returning to God, as the people of Israel were experiencing. Let's keep going. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. 
now that rend your heart and not your garments what what is that what does that mean and how does that apply to us what that's saying is back in that period of time when people would experience something traumatic perhaps like news of the loss of a loved one or uh, finding out about a sin that they had committed um, that God was you know saying like this is not good and I know you've done this and you know whatever it could be something incredibly distressing they would oftentimes very dramatically tear their clothing especially before God to tear their clothes and be like God it was really dramatic and it was symbolic of you know I'm tearing these clothes I'm letting you know the greatness of the distress I'm in but God is saying here very clear rend your heart not your garments because I can make that outward expression of ah you know, and tear up my clothes. But if in my heart nothing's changed, if in my heart I haven't ripped off anything that needed to be ripped off to expose myself to God, nothing changes. And so he says, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Some people have the idea that God is an angry God. He is very slow to anger. If you can imagine the most patient person you know in your life, that patience comes from the fruit of who God is in and through them. Whether they know God or not, it's the heart of God to be patient and slow to anger in love. And he relents from sending calamity. How many times have God has God said, you guys are bringing calamity on yourselves. The, the behavior that you're doing is not good and it's going to result in these kind of horrible things happening. And then we turn to him, we turn away from those ways, and we come before him and he says, all right. I relent from sending this calamity. And then verse 14, who knows? He may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing, grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. So returning to God, right? Rending our hearts, not our clothes. And returning to him and he leaves behind a blessing. He relents from any punishment, leaves behind a blessing grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God because in that time period if they received a bountiful harvest or really any harvest any kind of uh, increase in their own possessions they would offer grain or drink or things up to the Lord as a as a first fruit as a thank you God sort of thing and so I think I want to give a really quick relevant example of, of what this would look like if in your life in whatever you may be going through if you know that you're in a place that's not good, turn to God. Just make a conscience, conscious, uh, mental, and heartfelt turn saying, God, I recognize that stuff is not good. I'm turning myself in your direction. God, this truly, I don't like that I was doing those things. I hate those things. They bother me, Father. I'm coming before you. Or if it's with other people, you know, like, God, like, I'm really struggling with loving these people or treating these people as I know it's good to treat them. God, guide me, help me. Like turning to God, right? And receiving his gracious, compassionate love. And who knows, he may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing that you may be blessed through that coming to the Lord, through that rending your heart before him from, from coming before him, receiving a blessing. Perhaps it's a new insight into those people who you were struggling to love, seeing them in a new way that enables you to love them so much stronger than you could before. Or strength to resist those things, or perhaps even a physical blessing of some sort. Who knows? Let's keep going. 
I'm gonna kind of do a couple chunks together just to kind of get through this a little. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the people. Consecrate the assembly. Bring together the elders. Gather the children, those nursing at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Man. So this is saying very clearly here, from the perspective of the Israelites who had been living apart from the Lord, come back to the Lord, everyone, come together, everyone. This isn't just an individual thing, this is a community thing. We all need to get right with God. We all need to come before God. We'll all together fast and deny ourselves and seek God. And it's a really beautiful picture, and you can apply it in your family, with friends, anywhere. Don't think you're alone. Bring people into what you're going through. Let them know that you're seeking to come closer to God. Have that privacy with God. Have that secret time with Him. Yet also be together in community. Seek God together as a people, as a community. It's beautiful. And this is appropriate for what's going on now with all the the uh, COVID-19 virus stuff happening. Coming together as a community in spirit, in whatever way we can, you know, and seeking God's guidance in this and in all things. All right, let's keep going. Let the priests who minister before the Lord weep between the portico and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? So this is where they're kind of saying like, God, people know that you that we proclaim you're a faithful God to protect us and guide us, and you have. God, don't let us be an object of scorn where nations say, well, I guess their God has abandoned them. You know, that's what they were kind of communicating here in this. And I think it's fair to say today that no matter what kind of struggles or suffering we may go through, it is not God scorning us as far as he has never turned his back on us. As his people in Christ, we have come to him as a new creation. And so we just continue to seek him to become more like him. So let's keep reading through here. We're going now into the Lord's answer. So this is, again, where God is now responding to the cry of his people. And this is the Lord's answer. Let's see what we can get from this. Then the Lord was jealous for his land and took pity on his people. The Lord replied to them, I am sending you grain, new wine and olive oil, enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. So he's saying, I am relenting. I have heard your cries. I have received your heartfelt rending of your hearts. You've come before me. I'm here. It's a beautiful picture of how when we do that, when we come to the Lord, he answers us. When we sincerely reach out to him and and humble ourselves and are faithful in him to respond, he answers. He responds in a way that will change us forever. All right, let's keep reading. Verse 20, I will drive the northern horde far from you, pushing it into a parched and barren land. Its eastern ranks will drown in the Dead Sea and its western ranks in the Mediterranean Sea. So he's talking about the enemies of Israel at that time who were surrounding them, attacking them, um, looting them, you know, not good stuff. God is saying, I'm going to drive your enemies away from you. And their stench, because they will be completely destroyed, And their stench, and its stench, will go up, and its smell will rise. And people will be able to smell and say, Man, the the enemies of Israel have been defeated. Let's keep going. 
surely and that's this okay just real quick actually same in our lives people will see things in our life that used to own us uh, that we used to struggle with or people we used to not get along with and through coming to God rending our heart before God and seeking him for guidance they'll see the change in our lives and they'll be like whoa that stuff in your life that used to dominate your life it's like not even look at it I can smell the stench of its destruction because it's so far off it's so God it's so gone it's so far gone and it's clear that God has done this in your life so that's a cool thing giving glory to God in that let's keep going surely he has done great things do not be afraid land of Judah be glad and rejoice surely the Lord has done great things do not be afraid you wild animals for the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green the trees are bearing their fruit the fig tree and the vine yield their riches so he's saying here the prophet who God is speaking through is saying don't be afraid have no fear and yes this can apply to right now with everything that's going on have no fear we're reaching out to God we're positioning ourselves before him to to receive what he has for us to understand who we are as his children and to get right with him to leave behind things that are not good and open up our hearts before him to receive what he wants to give us so there's nothing to fear for God has not given us a spirit of fear but of love power and of sober judgment and sound mind so that's the gift of God even the wild animals don't need to be afraid literally speaking here the land is going to be restored God is returning his blessing over the land of Israel all right last verse be glad people of Zion rejoice in the Lord your God for he has given you the autumn rains because he is faithful he sends you abundant showers both autumn and spring's rain and spring rains as before so it's that return to the blessing of the Lord remaining in the presence of God and receiving who we are by faith in Christ it's a beautiful picture here it's a great story and a personal example of this do I have a personal example of this God what would be good to share yeah so I used to I've had times where I feel like I've drifted from God where I've, I've not kept my focus on him and I start to see things in my life that just I don't like that I don't think are good and I can always return to him. I can go into that secret place before him and with a with a heart, with a rending of my heart, with a heartfelt cry to God, declare to him, I love him. I want to know what he wants me to do. I want to leave behind those things that are not good and seek him for guidance and in relationship be his son in Christ. Like seeking God, so that rending of the heart, real important. And then believing that these good things are coming that God is faithful and he stays with us and he has not abandoned us and our enemies have no power over us for he has separated us from the ways of this world there's a lot here I would encourage you guys to listen to this again see if you get something new just from listening to me reading it there's a lot of good stuff to listen to there but I think we're going to wrap up with that um the next reading if you want to get into it ahead of time is going to be Psalm 37, verses 23 through 28, so a little bit shorter, and God be willing, we'll be able to get through it a little quicker, but I hope you guys enjoyed this one, even though it ran a little long. And why don't we close with a prayer, and also I'm going to let you guys know that the Walk With Christ podcast has four segments that are posted four days out of the week, Monday, Testimonies, Wednesday, 
Bible study, Friday freestyle, and Sunday praying or talking with the Father. All right, let's close with prayer. God, guide us in this prayer. Thank you, Father, for bringing us together to study your word and to read it. We thank you that your Holy Spirit gives us understanding of your word, teaches us what we do not yet know. Our lives are not our own, they're yours. Help us to take this word to rend our hearts before you if there's things in our lives that are not good and to seek you for guidance in all things in relationship with you in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everyone. I hope you have a great rest of your day or evening whenever you're listening to this. I love you all. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.